Welcome to the Mental Mom Show. I'm Megan Farr, a therapist and mother of two by day, and a coffee-drinking ADHD maniac basic white girl. But most importantly, I'm the Mental Mom host by night. And I'm Casey Harper, the producer slash art director slash boyfriend and moral support slash whatever Megan needs. Harper, that it has been a week since our last episode. A whole week? Yeah. It's flown by. Really? So much going on. Oh, it feels like it's taken forever. Life, you mean? This week. This week? Yeah. But. There has been a snowpocalypse. Well, there's been snow. There's been icy rain. Just really awful weather. But. Let's not be those people and let's just talk, not. About, oh my talk gosh, about the weather. Like our pain in our body and our old people and like everybody who's died lately. <laughs> yeah. All the funerals we've been to. Not. That didn't happen at no. all. But it just seems like, you know, Debbie Downers or older people always talk about their ailments. Oh, it's that time of the year. Like when people, like death wise? No, just <laughs> that it's really cold and just shitty weather. Oh, yeah. Like that's, definitely. Here that's in the Midwest. And yeah, the well, lovely... The East Coast has been kind of slammed, too, with... Yeah. Everywhere, really. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's check in, Casey Harper. Uh, how are you feeling this week? Uh, I'm good, aside from what what I just said, but everything's going. I've been... I got selected uh, to be part of the... Heartland? Yes, the Heartland film festival i got selected to be a screener so i've been watching a lot of movies films films ever since i've been with you i call them films now they're not movies they're whatever well tomato tomato. tell me and everyone else about heartland 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 film festival because i didn't really know much about it before i met you oh it's a really big film festival that actually is in indiana Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Um, It's actually a qualifier for short films for the Oscars. So if you win, if your short gets picked and you win at Heartland, you get put in the pool to be selected for the Academy Awards. So I'm a big deal. It's a real big deal. And so you were selected to review films. I get to screen films. Yeah. So everybody that sends their submissions in. Uh, me and a lot of other people have to watch them and give like a real short review and a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And then the people above us, uh, go off of our suggestions and then they start narrowing it down for the festival. Is this the thing you were doing the other day when you were like giving a lot of twos and threes and I... Are these the same films that we I watched a couple? Yeah, of but few? there's like 900 films or something. So, so that's why you were being so hardcore. Well, that's what I was told. I mean, I under, you're I, not here to make friends. I appreciate right? the effort. I know what it takes to put into one. Um, but to make a film because you've made or some a short day. film. Short yeah, films, I mean, yeah. I I get the process and the. There's probably a reason they picked you and not the passion. You know, it's like you put yeah. a lot of heart and soul into your work. And you want people to see it. 
So, I mean, but you don't learn anything off of everybody telling you your stuff's awesome. That's true. So. Well, we're 90s kids, so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been doing that. It's been awesome. 90s and 2000s kids. We were told we were awesome and we could do anything. Oh. And really what we needed probably was a little more I didn't really reality. get that. Oh, you didn't? I mean, I I was part of Little League where if you didn't win, you didn't get a trophy. Oh. Like, that's... I was around You for deprived that. child, you. No, I I didn't think twice about it. We we didn't win. We didn't get... You know, did that's your... how it was. I didn't get upset about it. Yeah, you just dealt with it. Yeah, you know, life yeah. lesson. Anyway, Get it next year. Great about... I'm glad that you're doing something film-oriented since you do have a film degree. Yeah, me too. Not that a podcast isn't. I mean, that's in the field at least a little bit, right? Or yeah, it's in the realm? multimedia realm yeah the realm editing and stuff just sound did it sound did it feel good though to like get back in your groove of reviewing films and writing about them and yeah it just reminded me of being in school again because it's did it spark, what we'd be... like some creativity yeah i mean I'm, I'm getting back into the the groove i think so that's gonna be it's gonna be good out here in the midwestern parts we have to really work hard to find our inspiration and creativity because it's just, it's not as popular around here as it is on the East Coast and the West Coast and probably other parts of the world. Or do you um, think that's not true? Well, no, I think because Chicago's in the Midwest. Okay. I mean, that's where I went to school. That's a real big hub for all that. City. But if yeah. once you get, I mean, Indiana Chicago. and all, yeah, they're. It's just tough, but it's expanding with all of the um, options. I mean, everybody's got a phone. You can do right. so much you on. You can do so much, and that equipment you just on a got phone. for your phone is so cool to make. Yeah, there's um, cases you can buy for your phone that are specifically made to mount lenses on them and all that. So it's it's easier than ever to get your stuff out there. Maybe that wasn't to make fair. Stuff. Yeah, to make it. Maybe that wasn't fair. What I said about the Midwest, um, Indianapolis and Louisville are very cool cities. Um, I thought you were just saying that it's hard for people in the Midwest to find motivation because our weather's so shitty. Well, that too, and just in California, you know, it's like sunny, and in New York, they just it's like things are open all night, and you can like besides Walmart and Meyer, you know, yeah. you can go do things like all the time and there's lights and I don't know. It just seems like being a creative person is a little more difficult. Yeah. There's not as many opportunities in Indianapolis as there is in Chicago, but that's so awesome about the heartland film festival. I'm excited for you. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yay. Okay. So what do you have for us ripped from the headlines? Ripped from the headlines. So, I was reading this article about this stepdad who he he discovers that his stepson has had snuck in a girl the night before and she stayed over. Like and a girl he might want to make out with? Like a yeah, exactly. Why else would she stay the night? <laughs> Um, to watch movies yeah so the dad the stepdad wakes up in the morning and realizes that 
there's a girl in the house because how her, did he figure it out? Her shoes are at the bottom oh, of the stairs. He didn't recognize the shoes. That's pretty impressive because I think a no, lot he, of the- yeah, he knew those. Yeah, those shoes did not belong. Like that's impressive. I think a lot of men would probably not notice that. Sure. Shoes that don't belong. Well, the mom didn't in this story, so she never real. So right, right. His whole thing was he knew the girl was there. But he wasn't going to draw attention. Like, he wasn't going to go upstairs and catch him. Knock on the door and be Or like, whatever. Yeah. So, and he was kind of just laying back, seeing if maybe mom would realize it. But what makes this story so funny is he was, like, live tweeting or giving updates. <laughs> or Twittering, that's what I like to call it. As, as everything was happening. And um, it just really took off and it was pretty funny i'll I'll post it on facebook yes please Uh, do but he gives like a play-by-play of what's happening and what he would do or he was trying to figure out what the son was going to do because mom was cleaning like hardcore cleaning the house which he was she was like in her zone really surprised that's why he was like he was really surprised that she didn't re- recognize the shoes and he gives this whole play by play and then he starts putting up polls like who are you voting for <laughs> like who are you rooting for the mom or the son um and people loved it yeah it took off he was at one point there was like almost 3000 people on twitter talking about it wow and live as it's happening yeah he's just giving updates throughout the morning uh and evening and everything and uh that's something i hope i can do you hope to be on patrol Uh, yeah i mean it's not my place to discipline i I feel like that's what his thing is is like it is a place to discipline but being a stepdad i mean you only have so much pull or sway you you know right depending on the relationship i guess yeah when you came into the family and all that and but it seems like their relationship seems pretty good i mean he's willing to like joke around and stuff because there's a moment when the the son comes down the stairs and you know he tries to be real slick about it but the dads are the Does step he call dads, him out ever? no he just yeah. he just sits there and he and he tweets everything it's well it's happening yeah but it is really funny it's just something like when i become a step parent most likely mm-hmm. like or if i were a parent like that's the things that i would look forward to that kind of thing yeah. That's a good covert parenting style. Yeah. Let me just sit back and, and give you a live update. Well, everybody. it's like you're not slicker than me. Right. Like, I know I'm allowing I'm allowing you to think you're getting away with something. I would really love to know what happens. Well, it's on there. You just got to read it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Check it out. Everybody. I'm not going to tell you, but you'll have to look it's it up. On, you're going to put it on Facebook I'm gonna and sh- Instagram? Share it. Yeah. On the Mental Mom page? Yes. On the <laughs> Yes, I am. The Mental Mom Show? Yes. It'll be up there. Okay. We are on Instagram and Facebook, The Mental Mom Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would love for, for anybody to come check out our page and comment. We love interacting with people and getting your feedback and tell us your stories. and It's just fun. Well, and everything we talk about is going to be shared. Like if we talk about stories, yeah, the links will be on there. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's so what's going on with you? With me? Um, yeah. Do you want to hear my high five moment first or my mental mom moment first? Mm-hmm. What are you in the 
for? Let's let's do mental mom moment first. Yeah? yeah. I don't think I told you about this. Okay. Tuesday, uh, I'm so I I meet the girls at the bus stop after school. My girls ride the same bus. They get off the bus. Your girls, not just random girls. My daughters. <laughs> My offspring, my children, two of them, both of them, they only have two. They take a bus, and it's really cool because it's right outside my office where they get dropped off. It just happens to work that way. How convenient. So convenient. So my office is walking distance from where they get dropped off across the parking lot. But I was running late because I had a client, and then I – so I drove across the parking lot to get there faster. Uh Uh-huh. Because the bus driver will leave. Like, they do not wait around for yeah, you. Yeah, they got places to be. Yes. Your kids aren't more special than the other no, ones. No, and I, I totally respect that. So I drive across the parking lot. Then I'm like, oh, no. So the bus. Did you run over a kid? No, thank God. Okay. I'm sorry. I get out of my car. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's snowy. Uh, I run, run. I see, and she, so she opened, you know how they, like, open the door? The bus driver? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm, and I'm like, no. I'm running and I slide in the grass. So you're not in your car. No, I'm out of my car now. Oh, okay. Because I have to go actually across this little grass yeah. median thing gotcha. to meet them on the bus. And I slide like like baseball slide. What's that called when you're in base? You're playing on the bases. You slide in. Sliding in. Sliding in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else. Sliding. So you slid. Into a base. Slid in the snow. Like on your bum? On my ass in front of the whole bus oh. all the kids uh yeah so i was that mom did yeah. they laugh at you i don't know did the other moms see you luckily there were no other moms it was just me there's only three kids who get off and the other uh, girl wasn't what did there. the girls say um did they see you they they one was laughing my five-year-old was like laughing like it was funny and the other one i don't know if she was she didn't say anything, my eight-year-old. So. Probably embarrassed her. I, so I said, oh, my gosh, you guys, I'm so – well, the bus driver was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. Grass stains on my gray, cute jeans, and I'm wet from the snow. And But I just jumped up, and I'm like, yes, I'm fine. And so then the girls get off the bus, and um, I have no idea what the – they're elementary school kids, so I'm guessing they're not as – mean it's like if it was middle school kids because then they'd be like oh my gosh roxy's mom just fell blah 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 you know uh, well i really appreciated the bus driver asking if i was okay. that's nice that was nice but it was it was so so like slow motion like because if they leave if the bus driver leaves and you're not there they do the rest so of the you route. have you have to be there for the bus driver to let them off the yes, bus because they're in elementary school mm-hmm Oh. And I think especially because I have a five-year-old, a kindergartner. Okay. So I have to be there, visible, right there. So the bus driver can see them get off. That's where times have changed because there weren't many years where we got picked up in front, like directly in front of our house. We had to walk to one corner or the other corner. When I was a kid. Yeah, we walked all the way down the street. One corner you could see us from our house. But one, it, it always changed every year. And then the other year, we'd be at the other corner, which was pretty far down. Like, you couldn't, my parents couldn't see us from the house. Now we live in this, the time of hide your kids, hide your wife. 
Yeah, I never. I mean, all the time. I, I never thought twice about. I was always told, you know, don't get in cars with people you don't know or mm-hmm. anything like that. So I'm, I had that knowledge, but we I never like, thought twice about. We had like ten kids at our bus stop, so. Yeah, there was a handful of us. There's like five or six, including me and my brother. But so let me just tell you, if the bus driver leaves, you're not getting your kid till she's done with the entire route. And then she comes back? If you call. If not, they bring your kid back to the school. Do you have to call the school? The office calls you. And you have to go back to the school. So thank God I made it. I ran. I tripped. I may have ruined my favorite gray jeans. But it was worth it. But it was worth it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Anyway, so that was my mental mom moment. Because I was late. Because I wasn't on my game. Because I was like... Trying to do one more thing, and, you know, that's how, how it goes for me. Fine. Still made it. So okay. what's your high-five moment? Well, my five-year-old, um, the, her school had this adorable thing called the 100th day of school. So it's like the 100th day of school. So you can dress up as an older person. An older or yeah. like elderly? Elderly. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to be like rude and say old person. Elder, thank you. I couldn't find my words. Yeah. You know, I have to be. That's why I, I'm here. I have. I had a lot of clients today, and you know, you have to be very on and like appropriate, and use appropriate words, and like choose your words carefully. And right now, this is such a outlet for me that I like sometimes just can't. You can say out. old people. Old people, okay? They're dressing up as old people. That you could if you wanted to. So my five-year-old, we decked her out. I'm talking old lady, red lipstick, like. You know, the big lipstick where, like, it's smudged a little bit and, like, the yeah, big lips. Yeah, she looked awesome. Oh, yeah, you saw pictures. Yeah, you sent me a picture. And then um, curlers in the hair. I even ordered her a uh, walker, not a walker, a cane off of Amazon. It was really cheap, but... Damn Amazon. I know. And she had a dress on this, and then, like, a... Was it a hurricane? Hurricane? Have you seen those? No. It's, like, a cane for old people that... It supports their weight, so like it, because you know how like the one cane just is like the one pole. Oh, does it have like the four prongs? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was called a hurricane. Yeah. Why do you know that? Uh, because when you stay up late and you don't have cable, <laughs> is that an infomercial? There's infomercials. <laughs> so. No, I didn't. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So, she was decked out, and thank God we had a two-hour delay because of the weather, the snow. Because mm-hmm. um, you wouldn't have got it done. It would have been hard considering we're late all the time without putting like an entire wardrobe. Was she cooperative? Costume. Oh, she was great. That's you know what good. I loved was just how confident she was. She didn't once say, "I look crazy. People are going to make fun of me" or anything like that. She was just like, "Let's do this," and she, we got so many compliments. Um, and I, it was so fun watching her walk into school, and they have a security officer and. Um, yeah, they have security Did she officers. walk like an old lady? Yes. Good. And they just loved, like, the security officer was laughing, and the teachers were, like, loving it, and it was just, like... Did you see any other cool. old people? I didn't, but I guess my five-year-old did say that other, a couple other kids dressed up. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. And they had a party, and it was fun. So that was really fun. What did they do? Like... They played some Old games. people games? <laughs> Shuffleboard. Yeah. <laughs> what else do old people play? Or, uh, like medication roulette 
I don't know if that's a thing, but it should be. That should be a thing. And you just put all your meds in the middle of the table and, and like... swap meds and with spin, other... And spin, like a spinny yeah. thing. And oh my gosh, that's so funny. I like that idea. Well, I know what I'm doing when I get yeah, old. Yeah, is that what we're going to do like when we hit the retirement home? Yeah. I want to live in a fancy retirement home with you. I don't want to be in a retired home at all. Like a fancy one. There's no fancy one. Yeah, there are some no. really nice... You should see this assisted living community they just built by my office. Yeah. It's like a resort. Uh, I'm sure from the outside. Then you get on the inside and there's always the ones that are... What's that movie I'm Beating the old people. With, with, with um, Help Me, Help Me, Help Me. Happy Gilmore? Yes. Yeah. With, with uh, Zoolander, no. Help ben me. Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah. He's that... What do you call him? Like an orderly or like a nurse? Is yeah, he's supposed to be the... Caretaker. Of not an ladies. orderly. That's a prison. Or... Yeah, okay. But yeah, he's supposed to be the assistant from the nursing about, home. Drink your warm. I'll give you a nice glass of. Shut the heck up. No, that's a good. Yeah. Thing. Is that it? She goes, I'd like a glass of warm milk, and he goes, I'll give you a <laughs> glass of shut that warm glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, I'll, You will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> ben Stiller, everybody. Ben Stiller, love him. So okay. that's cool. Anyway, that was fun. All right, should we get into our topic? Let's do it. I've had some good feedback from people that they like our segments and it being more organized. I hope so. We put a lot of time into that. Heck yeah, we do. And really, Casey, I'm the producer because I'm the one who fills out all these little things of what we're talking about. You're the co-host and yeah, sound engineer. I'm, I'm not asking. I'm not saying I'm for demoting more you. Titles. I'm not saying I'm demoting. It's your show. I'm just here to make sure it gets done. You're the EP. Didn't you tell me that the executive producer is just someone who's fancy and gets their name put on it? Pretty much. That's you. They I'm the like one here, like front money. So Casey, I'm getting ready, like typing out everything we're going to talk about in order, all that. And Casey's over here, like laughing behind his computer, and he's watching cheerleading epic fails. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know what to be <laughs> typing had I not helped you. Put this structure together. You do definitely help with structure and content gathering. Yeah. You send me great So articles. don't be trying to sell me short. I'm sorry. You're wonderful. Plus, I could never do this without you because I don't know how to edit stuff together. Yeah. I know how to talk into this so microphone. So watch, watch where you're stepping. Oh, okay. Um, I know how to talk into this microphone. It goes into your computer and then... Yeah, but where's it going to go into yours when my computer's not here when I walk away? Are you going on strike? No, I'm just going to quit. Oh, man. I All don't right. strike. I'm putting it out there. We might need a backup. So if anyone's interested in taking Casey's job, you don't want it. Believe me. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't know why I do it. I, I know why hey, I do it. Hey, did you see that gray hat I bought you? I know. You I like was that? kidding. It was okay. a joke. I'm going to post a picture of Casey and his. I can't. I don't pay him, but like I buy him cute hats. <laughs> cool hats. Yeah. For his hat collection. Anyway. Oh, one thing I want to ask you really quick. Tell us about your shave kit thing. Do you think it's worth it? I just got it. I don't know. Well, I mean, you looked at what the I Dollar mean, it, Shave Club. I it's mean, a, it's a $5. For $5, you got all that stuff? Mm-hmm. I got, like... There's something called butter. Shave butter. I got, a, like, an aftershave lotion, and then there's something else. I got a whole razor with, like, four or five replacement blades i mean they're like gillette kind of yeah, blades heavy. yeah i mean it seems legit and everything that i read about says it's and this legit. is not an advertisement i really was just 
I'm really just yeah, asking. Yeah, I just got it, so I don't know how good heard, the products are. But like, lots of people I've heard good things. say it. And I'm like, how does this work? Like, how would we make, how do they make any money off of it if it's only $5? Because you can add things to your box. <sighs> and then things. depending on how often, I think they'll ship one out to you if you want, like every month. So it'd be $5 every month that they know they're going to make. But if you add stuff to it. Yeah. Yeah. And they do it for women too. I think so. There's a there's like toothpaste and toothbrushes and Oh, it's not just shaving stuff? Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. All right. That's cool. All right, well we might So the show that topic out. uh moving on. Yeah, moving on. Is what are we calling it? Social media, what's real? What's real? Now, I'm going to just give a little warning here. We're going to get a little deep on the mental mom show today. But I'm going to do it in a tasteful manner that's not depressing. And we're going to ease into that. Okay. Okay. Was that dramatic enough? It seemed like it. Oh, my gosh. I know. We can edit that out if you want. Okay. So, Casey sent me an article a while ago. And it just really hit home for me because during my, you know, I talk about the seven or eight year, eight, seven years of parenting where I missed everything. It's kind of when, like, social media, like, blew up and I missed it. I mean, I didn't have a MySpace or anything, but Facebook was starting to get big. Um, so when I, was having, when I was so busy being a mom of little babies and had no life, like, I didn't know anything about social media, really. Like, I missed that whole thing. And I know a lot of moms, like, that's how they survived motherhood was doing things on social media, but I just never got into it. So once I like came out of my parenting coma of babies, cause they put you in a coma, um, I started like checking out social media stuff and I was just like repulsed and I would end up, well, first I would feel really bad at just like bad in the pit of my stomach, like looking at all these people's photos and, um, bad cause you're like, like missing out or like no, pity I don't know. bad like, cause no more like I didn't feel good about myself. It like. I didn't like how I felt after I looked at all these people that I knew. Doing awesome things. Awesome awesome, things. Everything looking awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, man, my life, wow, I'm not doing those cool things. And they're not really either. Yeah. Well, I didn't, you know, so I would, (laughs) so I would get off of it for a while and then I'd like get back on. And then finally, um, when you sent me this article, I was like, yep, this is it. So the article, which we'll post it. It's about um, people, couples who post fewer selfies on social media are happier. Yeah, because we all we all know we're all like if we're on Facebook, we all know that there's that person or that couple that it's like, oh my god, my relationship is so wonderful, and we're here, we're doing this. Look at this. But then, if you like talk to them in real life, they're like breaking up. It's like, oh my god. Dennis is such a jerk. Yeah, we're you won't believe about what he divorced. did. And yeah. then, and then five like, hours later, it's like he's the love of my life, and we were meant to be together. Selfie, mwah. a photo of. But we all know those people. Picture. There's all those. We all have those people. Yeah, on, it's on our Facebook page, pages. It's baffling to me. Um, but guess what? Those people aren't really happy. According to research that I cannot really verify, but it's in, (laughs) 
Um, it's on the internet, so it's true. Okay. Oh no. No, it's Lad Bible, which is hilarious. I don't know what where it where it came from, but you po- you post stuff all the time from them, and it's hilarious. It's a, what a news site, online news site. Yeah, they have a lot of stuff. They have the kind of news I want to read about. Um, so this doctor, I think she's a psychologist. Doctor Goldstein. Yes, Doctor Goldstein or Stein. Doctor Goldstein. Um. So the couples who post the most about their relationship and share the most selfies could be the least happy together. Oh, she's a sexologist and relationship expert. Dr. Goldstein says I couples... I went to school for sexology. Yeah, it's a thing. Man. Yeah. Miss but me. you have to keep a completely straight face while people tell you the most incredibly yeah, I can do crazy that. stuff. That'd be hard. You have to act like it's totally normal. That's hard. No, I couldn't do that. You're right. And I'm not even a sex therapist and the stuff I... Yeah. So couples that aren't confident or satisfied in their own relationship are more likely to seek validation by sharing selfies on social media. Hmm. So basically, duh, I think we all probably knew this. So she's a therapist and so she's saying in, in her job she gets to see what people post but then also hear what's going on behind the scenes, which I see that a lot too. So people only, they want validation, basically. So if you see someone who's posting selfies, or I learned a new word, which I think you did too. Yeah. Relfie. That's R-E-L-F-I-E. Oh my gosh. Are Casey and I the only ones who didn't know about this word? Please tell us if you've heard of Relfie. But it's a relationship selfie. So, if But the- these are, so, I mean, it's it's okay if you're posting selfies or relfies right but if you're doing it like chronically right and they're and people are looking for validation right so with this this doctor's saying so check out your motivation right well if you see like a person that's like posting a ridiculous amount of selfies a day as opposed to somebody that's like Oh, we actually went somewhere. Want to capture this moment because I feel like that's what you and I do. Yes, or but, your friends who or my traveled, friends, like, yeah. To what, um, they went to Ireland, Ireland. and like, Scotland. Yes, please, but post it, stuff it's about not that. like every day I'm getting on there and they're like self or rel- whatever Ralphie or whatever the <laughs> hell that is. Uh, Woke up today, yeah, Ralphie. Yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the people that constant constantly do it over and, and over it's and over because they according to this. They want um, validation from others. And this sex therapist says she finds that the couples are that suffer from this aren't secure in their relationships. And they're actually more concerned, not about the gesture that's being done by the person <coughs> Ooh, they're in the me. relationship with. Like the nice thing that the person did that they're posting. It's about what everyone's going to say about it and the positive Right. Reinforcement and the validation that comes from that. And that's what they're looking for. So a good majority are in not a fulfilling fulfilling or good relationship, but they want to appear to the outside world that they are, but not for validation of the relationship, right? Is what you're saying. It's for... I think it could could be either. I keep going. I know. Or is it for validation of just them individually because they feel that and like, like the little dopamine release that we get yeah. when someone likes our stuff yeah um i think it could be either i think it could be 
I'm not super sure I should be in this relationship, but everybody seems to like it. Um, or it could be, I don't care about the person I'm with. I just like all this attention. I could see that too. I think it could be either. I'd love to hear from people. If you know people who post like crazy, which there's how to know if you have selfieitis. It's there's actually, um, selfie addiction is now a mental addiction. Now it's not in the DSM, like the diagnostic manual for diagnosing, uh, but not yet, not yet. I think it will be because <laughs> those only come out like every five or 10 years and I'll bet you that okay. will be added. So it's like if you're taking more than six selfies a day, you might have a problem. Three selfies a day and you're at risk and you should probably evaluate your life. <laughs> three? I don't think three would be too much. I've never seen you post three selfies in a day. No, I don't. I post. I hardly like post. I don't ever take a selfie. I don't even know where the hell a selfie's at. To be honest, I could. I don't even know when my last selfie that you weren't. You take in. Ralphies. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I've been taking Ralphies, but and they're adorable. I couldn't tell you. You probably have to scroll really far on my stuff to find to find that a selfie. Yeah, that's true. I don't do it very often. So, keep it fun and entertaining. She says, not mushy and possessive. And she says the question to ask yourself, are we the same in the real world away from our screens? And are we more concerned about how the relationship actually is or are we more interested in how it looks online? So that's really the big, the big issue. Are that makes the sense. In the real world. So on that note, do you think this is a good time to transition into the podcast series we want people to listen to? Yeah, we could talk about it real Real quick. Okay. Okay. So on that note, Casey, you also found um, Broken Heart, and that's H-A-R-T, a podcast series about the Hart family. Yeah. Uh, it is crazy. I did not know this story. Um, For the amount of people involved in the tragedy that happened, um, I'm shocked that it hasn't been more publicized yeah like the media coverage on it i don't ever remember hearing anything about it it seems like when you start listening to the story that it would have made like a really big splash and impact yeah. and it really didn't um so that's why we would really like to get the word out there about this family and the issues that go with it um and on this show i don't want it to be like a sad depressing show ever the topic is rough because um, six adopted children ended up um, being killed by their adopted ch- mothers. Yeah, um, and that was last spring. In it was actually in California where they went off a cliff. The um, one of the moms who was um, reported to be sort of turns out dominating and controlling. And, and I guess the toxicology reports showed that she um, was had been drinking and was over the legal limit and intoxicated, and drove the van, the or SUV, six kids and her wife over the cl- a cliff, a hundred foot cliff in California. But why this ties into yes, why we were talking about social media is because these women, they and it was really just the one woman. Well, one of the women. Uh, 
posted all the time on on Facebook, on Facebook about their her love for her wife, her love for their adopted children, how fortunate they were, how they're at the national park, they're at the ocean, they're at a concert, they're like changing the world. There was even a viral a picture that went viral, right? Yeah, if you guys remember um, when all the stuff was going on with the Black Lives Matter thing, and I think it was Missouri. Uh, I think I can't remember the location, but there was the the little African American boy that went up to a cop and he's hugging him and he's crying, and I think he has like a sign on that says "hugs" or something. Free hugs. Free hugs. Well, and he's hugging a white police officer. I right. It was during all of and it was beautiful that stuff. Well, that kid is one of the kids that they adopted and ended up dead yeah he's passed away because he died he died in that car crash so that Um, picture went viral and was really it was supposed to be like this this um blending of a little african-american kid and this big white police officer who's in his gear and they're hugging and you know, it was it was touching. He's crying. The little kid's crying. Yeah, because there was all of that, you know, police brutality and all all of that. Right. But what you come to find out or gets put into question is that these women may have staged staged a lot of life. these things because there's another time where they showed up during the. Uh, was presidential it? election races mm-hmm. for the Democrats and Bernie Sanders went like that bird flew down on the podium. Right. Well, like they all that whole entire family was centered like right behind Bernie Sanders and they had shirts made and like so it's, it's like just a, really well, they sketchy. on the podcast. That's what's so inter- interesting is it's done by journalists, Glamour magazine. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know, we're on the sixth part i don't know how many there are or, do, or was that no, it eight so we're not done yet we still have two more what did we watch no we're one? up to eight like there's been eight eight already episodes okay. already well they interview the most interesting people and and so they talked to um well, i don't know if it was a campaign manager or somebody in bernie's camp mm-hmm. who is very involved with these rallies and he kind of explains you don't just end up behind bernie sanders or whoever's giving the speech that you have to show up way early, like hours and hours early. Like it's very strategic. He said, mm-hmm. so anyway, um, I know we're kind of all over the place in explaining this, but we're just really passionate about what happened here, which is for years. Um, Jen Hart, Jennifer Hart, I believe, um, posted on Facebook. She just chronicles like all of these, um, long posts and photos of how beautiful her children are and how much she loves being a mom and and all of the wonderful things it's like poetic and just beautiful and all these experiences that she's giving them um and and then they end up they end up dead she drives them off a cliff and it's just it's just mind-blowing um so anyway the podcast investigates and goes back like leading up to the event 
what was going on. And so they, I, what I like about it is that they talk a lot about, they read a lot of the Facebook posts and that's, they don't spend a ton of time. They can't, like, yeah. Some of them, they don't read all of them because they're, they're so seriously like. So what I like is that it does, the podcast doesn't focus on like the, the nitty gritty, horrific details, um, which as a mother, like I appreciate that because it's so hard to listen to. I don't want anyone to not listen to it because of the subject matter of the children end up dead. Like, I think it's done, done really tastefully, I guess is what I'm saying. That it's tragic, but it's so informative and it paints such a picture of what, of like what a lie all this perfection is. Because the kids were being neglected, abused. There were numerous CPS, Child Protective Service, yeah, they Reports. moved around. Like they got, they were getting caught in Minnesota, and then they left. They skipped town there and went to Washington State or Oregon, and then Washington State. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they just so they put this whole like persona out there of like they're this model family. They're two lesbians. They got married. They're uh, progressive. They're yeah, creative, they're creative. They're and then they take in like. What was it? Six kids. Six. Six African American kids. Well, and they, who and the are all related. We keep saying it doesn't. The race thing doesn't matter, except for it doesn't matter to us, but it mattered to them. It turns out a lot of the the things that they were saying about um, may have been made up about the oppression that the kids. When they faced. use a term in the podcast, like the white saviorism. Yeah, that they were. They it, made, they painted themselves as like in certain groups they would paint themselves as rescuing like oh were these great white people rescuing these poor little black children when really they took these children African American children out of I think it was a big city like Houston yeah they were in Texas in Texas where there's lots of diversity and move them out to like the middle of Minnesota rural in the night wait when was that I think it was like two thousands two thousands yeah yeah and. Why would you do that? That's not that's not helpful for their cultural development. Um, yeah, it's it's just one of those stories where when you look back on it and everybody starts telling their stories about how they knew these people mm-hmm. and like the other all this stuff, they and they're like, with. then you really start piecing everything together. You realize that how terrible of people they were. Right, and it's really really sad, and I I feel for. Of course, the children. I mean, um, but I also feel like the for any of us who want to report something, but we're not sure, you know, if we should or not, probably should. Although people reported things in this case, and it just was never enough to really yeah. substantiate anything more than some like minor charges, and that's why they kept moving from state to ta- state to state. Right, because anytime there started getting people started paying attention well there was starting any any waves they would just skip town and that was the other thing they just put on this whole like facade on facebook on social media that they you know they were this loving family and all this stuff so like that's the whole point of like what is what's to believe what's not to believe especially when people are posting all of this stuff on social media of like I'm living my best life and I'm doing all this stuff. But in reality, they're, you know, these people could be depressed or they, you know, they're whatever you can think of, you know, like, it's like, I guess what, what do you take as like, 
a way, you know, like I, I don't know what I'm trying to like face value, I guess. No, that's terrible. That's like not the what's right real. Term. Well, yeah, like what's real? Like, because like you've asked me, well, why weren't people asking questions, you know, this and that? And it's like, well, what and what scenario would that ever get brought up of like questioning them? Like, if right, you're because- if you're seeing positive things put on Facebook. Are you just going to be that like well, kind of cynical and be like, are you guys well, really doing okay? I think we have okay? to be now, especially with all the the news stories and cases coming out of, you know, they looked like such a happy family, and then, you know, wives murdered, husbands are murdering wives, wives are murdering husbands. Um, anyway, it's a whole nother. We could do a whole five part series on this, um, but. I feel like what I take away from all this is we should be reporting the kids who look perfect and the parents look perfect. Those are the people we should be paying attention to. And I mean impeccable. I don't mean like put together. Like there are some people who can pull that off. Um, But, you know, like as a court or I'm a mandated reporter because of my, you know, like teachers, social workers. I mean, really everyone is, but. Um, so I've had some training on what to look for in, you know, abused, potentially abused or neglected children. And I never had any training really about looking perfect or when things are too perfect. Cause then when they interview some of these parents that were friends with, with the couple and their kids, they start to say, well, the kids were really thin, but we thought it was because they, they had this like vegan, super healthy diet. Right. That's my that's my point to you is but when it's too how... perfect when it looks too good it probably is because if my okay if my purse is cleaned out my car is clean i have no roots showing in my hair my nails are done my teeth are white my kids have like coordinating outfits on call someone because it's it's not real <laughs> like that's not real so i am neglecting something very important if 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 that's what my pictures look like and if that's what I look like. Because, like, Jen, the, the crazy one, she was, it turns out she was on video games 10, 12 hours a day, they found out, from this gaming community. Remember that? Yeah. She I, was, I just don't know because some people, but, but that's the thing. It's like, so now you're just saying we have to question anybody that seems to actually be doing a good job being a parent. No, when, I'm saying if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. But you wouldn't know. Like, if, if. I would as a mom, and I would love but to But that's hear what from these other parents, when, when they were talking about oh, your kids, those kids look tiny, and then they, they were talking it, about. But they kind of put it together after they were talking about it. And it, it wasn't just the vegan. They said that they were, uh, like. Robotic. No, that they were mentally. Oh, well, the parent. You mean the two moms said that they were developmentally disabled? Demil- yeah. So. Are you gonna are you gonna question a parent that's saying that their child is developmentally disabled? No, like how how? Come on, <laughs> let's be serious. All right, the whole point is, if it if it looks really perfect, it's probably not. Okay. Or do you think this was just like a, just like a one time tragic thing. I think it's a theme. I think that it's something that continues is going to continue happening. In our society, if we don't like interact more, because if you listen to that to the interviews, they stop doing social things. Like, remember that one dad said that one dad said 
in the interview, we would set up play dates, but then last minute something would come up, and they so that they yeah. wouldn't show up to things. So there but was I, that's how there. my dating life went. So what what am I supposed to do? What I should I have gone and tracked down that other that girl and been like, this is the third time you've bailed on me when we said we were going to date. Are you murdering somebody? Are you you, you know like. How how do you? Like it doesn't mean there's a criminal act happening because they cancel us. Yeah, I don't. Know, I think we need to pay attention to it. And I and I'm not going to feel bad anymore. Um, what? Because like my kids, um, have clothes on that don't match sometimes. Um, sometimes they look pretty raggedy if we've been doing a lot of art and school and basketball practice. And but whatever. you don't send your kids to school looking raggedy. No. I try not to. You don't. Okay. Well, I'm just saying we need to pay attention to the people who look too perfect. Because have you seen Stepford Wives, anyone? I just, I think you're just getting into a place that this is something that is going to continuously happen. And there, unfortunately, that there's just no way to prevent it, prevent it, way to solve it. Because... There are families out there, believe it or not, that could probably live that life. Like paint not, the picture and get away like, with it. Well, be no, like actually, that's how they roll. Like maybe not. You mean like hundred percent really, perfection, but but like close to it, and they're not. Yeah, like what they're what they're posting on Facebook is their legit life. Like you know, and if if they're, I'm just saying that it's people like these hearts are making you question that it could ever be done by an actual, like, loving, caring So you're saying the opposite of me. Like, you're saying that this is an outlier and this isn't typical. And I'm saying, oh, I think if somebody looks too perfect, they probably are. You're saying there are people out there who can look put together and pretty close to perfect and not be abusing their kids. Yeah. Neglecting their kids. I think so. I think there's... And have white teeth. Very involved parents And have their purses cleaned out. Yeah. And their cars cleaned. Yeah. And, like, have groceries in their cabinets and, like, cook real food. Probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well... Or I could be totally wrong, but I don't think... <laughs> Let's, I want to hear from Because people. there is two psycho parents out there that I need to are report every single, like, perfect-looking person to yeah. um child protective and i don't think it's gonna make you like if you were to do that make you look Can you imagine better how that phone call if, would go? if you were questioning a parent who said that their child was developmentally slow that's why they look the way they or act the way they do like they're they could be and then yeah. you're insulting them and God only knows how you're making them feel. I think as humans, we we just need an explanation. You know, like I just want there to be an explanation, and sometimes there's not. There's just tragedy. No, there's just shithole people out there. there but that I do. But don't you agree that this is a exist. trend? That, that that this like that social media gives us the perfect platform yeah, to, to present whatever pretend. image. It's like yeah. you're running a PR campaign for your relationship or your family. Yeah, it's. I 100% agree with that, and that's part of the problem. Is that we don't know how to socialize and like interact one-on-one in person anymore. And it's, I mean, we but do. there's no way to fix that. There's no way 
Well, doing podcasts and talking about it and maybe spreading awareness. True. Because don't you think that after we listened to this, I mean, it really kind of opened up our eyes to some things. I mean, it's fascinating. It is, but that's what I'm saying. I think it's, it's like not as common as now because that's brought to our attention. It's like, oh, there must be okay. thousands of parents and thousands of situations well, like these. I'm, it's a, like, I'm like a true crime fanatic, and I can't even tell you how many cases I, I'm reading about where but, things looked perfect on social media and behind closed doors, tragedy is occurring. This right. is the extreme. That's on I get a it. very small this scale, though. This is extreme. This is a very extreme case. I get that. But I don't think we're headed in the right direction, people. Go knock on your neighbor's door. Do some yeah, spying. And then you'll get shot. <laughs> In no way is the Mental Mom Show giving any kind of advice right now. Yeah. We're just discussing this. Okay, I want to hear from people. You want to hear from people? Yeah, I'd like to hear from people. Do you agree, side with Megan, who's right, or Casey, or kind of in the middle? Let us know what you think about this social media. I can't remember if it's phenomena or phenomenon. One of them's for plural, and one of them's for... Phenomena. Phenomena. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's an English major out there who can Yeah, I just know that the world is... There's really crappy people out there. There's definitely people that shouldn't be parents. There's definitely people in relationships that should not be in that relationship, even though they post about how much they're in love and how great it is. And then, yeah, they, some of them end up murdered. But (laughs) I think that is a very small (laughs) amount. And when you go looking through podcasts, yeah, that's what's going to be on a podcast. True crime pro- podcast. Yes, especially if it's titled True Crime. Okay, but this was not. This was a pretty, this was not like in one of my true crime podcasts. This was Glamour Magazine put this out. Right. It was not glamorous. But it's. Or was it? I don't think it needs, it needs to be, the story needs to be told, but. It doesn't mean there's like, no. Had your kids, had your wife. There's no way of being able to tell who's doing this okay because then you're just going to be accused perfect people of you, being child abusers. no you can't that wouldn't be appropriate no because then what if you're wrong really then you're slandering that. and you're liable and all of those things are going to come right along i'm and... just saying i'm more skeptical of the perfect looking people the robotic um than i am the messy people who aren't as put together that's all i'm saying okay on that note Casey, we can agree to disagree. Okay. And we can tell everyone where they can find us. If you'd like to listen more. Which I'm sure you do. Of course you do. Um, we are on Apple Podcast. We are on Podbean. We are on Google Play. We are on CastBox. Anywhere else you can find a podcast place Except to listen. Except for... We're on there. I can't find us on Stitcher. Well... Then don't look on Stitcher because <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. We're not on Stitcher. We're on a lot of platforms. Not on SoundCloud so, anymore. So, no, we don't go to SoundCloud. So, if you could rate us um, appropriately, which I would say yes. would be a high rating, please um, rate, like, share, subscribe, all of those awesome, pleasant things that you can do. And Jeremy, our web designer, dude, 
we got to get this done. We got to get the website done. He listens. I know he hears me right now. Jeremy, it's not your fault. It's my fault. I got to finish these articles. But, dude, by January 31st, we got to have this done. Next week. Oh, man. Is that... <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. It's been fun. We will catch up with you next week on the Mental Mom Show. Take care. Bye.